0: All right, gang. It's Fraser Smith and Jay Johnstone from the Fraser and Jay Show. And finally, Jay, it's opening week of the NFL regular season. It is. Yeah. And it's, it's oh, exciting. Oh, I'm exciting. Yeah. It is. It's super exciting. And it's your last chance to join FanDuel before opening weekend, guys. Yeah. Millions of people, Jay, are playing fantasy football, as you know. Uh, but you can win real cash with FanDuel. That's right. Playing this weekend with your buddies. It's great, man. And uh, you just go to FanDuel.com, and uh, the leader in one-week fantasy football, it's it, its just unbelievable. Uh, Jay, and you can win
1: cash payouts. That's the key. How about that young man that's won over $600,000 with FanDuel? I mean, that's got to excite you and make you want to just jump right in there and put your money down. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: is paying out more than $10 million every single yeah, every week, week this NFL season. It's pretty amazing. But you have to play to win, gang. So sign up today. You go to Fanduel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use our code. It's phrase F R A Z E and sign up right now. Fanduel will match you dollar for dollar on your first deposit, up to two hundred bucks.
1: Wow. Yeah. Two hundred bucks yeah. to
0: match it. Yeah. Two hundred dollars free, and the offer is only good for the first fifty people to use my code. Our code actually phrase F R A Z E. Don't forget to use the code phrase F-R-A-Z-E, Fanduel.com, where every week is a new season, Jay. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today. Gang, welcome to the Fraze and Jay Show. I'm Phrase, There's I'm, uh,
1: Jay. I'm uh, Jay.
0: Thank you, Jay. I'm Jay. You gotta take your ginkgo. Come ginko? on, Jay. Yeah, that's the stuff that.
1: Isn't that a that little that guy that does a, the commercials? That's green. No, that's Geico. Oh, Geico. Oh. That's our new sponsor. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's Geico ginkgo. Yeah, They're G- twins. Uh, why not? If you have some ginkgo, you'll get some Geico. <laughs> I've done some ginkgos in my time. Uh, I played with some ginkgos. you did.
0: <laughs> Those greenies don't count. <laughs> okay. I want some of those, man. Now uh, we have got college football to talk about first yes. this week because you know college football to me is one of the most exciting of all the sports. It's just got that enthusiasm, you know, that regional well, those regional to watch. rivalries yeah, and everything. It's fun to and, watch. Yeah, and uh, we're out here in in uh, LA, so we got the two LA teams going. And you know, everybody thought that uh, everybody was really touting UCLA because right. of Todd Hundley, and and they had a great year last year. And I think they were uh, pick number seven preseason. Yes, yes But, were. boy, they had a tough game there against uh, Virginia really. they in they the opener. They did
1: not play well. They well, did not play well.
0: Yeah, and their defense had to win it for them. They That's had to do, right. get the a pick six. The offense did to,
1: nothing, which yeah. was really surprising, okay, because they thought that the offense would be a big plus with the guys coming back from last year. But, like you said, their defense saved the day for them. Yeah, and, and Hundley
0: uh, uh, got off to kind of a slow start. I think he is a great player. I think he'll – Uh, Do a lot more this year, but um, you know the the hot uh, quarterback uh, this first week was the guy at at Texas A and M. Yeah, he was he was pretty good. Yeah, this guy is great, and and he uh, uh, what's his name? He only
1: had two incompletions. Is that what it was?
0: Yeah, Kenny football. They're yeah. calling because he broke yeah. all of Manziel's records yeah. right there like in two the first game. The
1: rest were right on target.
0: Yeah, it was. It, he played really well against South Carolina, and, and they beat South Carolina he, despite the fact that Spurrier was putting them down. Yeah, he kept saying, "Well, I don't know if they believe belong in the league. You know, can they hang with these?" Well,
1: that's Spurrier. He's trying he to love up his team. Yeah, he's he trying Jr. to aggravate the other team. Yeah, so.
0: And uh, and then uh, the other L.A. team, uh, USC. I thought they looked very good. Yes, they, did. Uh, they played, yes, they did. you know, Fresno State. Uh, Cody Kessler was outstanding. Kessler played great. Outstanding. Uh, and and they had the. The whole team played well.
1: Well, you know, did you hear about the stuff for all the side talk afterwards about uh, everybody was excited about the way Sarkeesian would high-five the guys and chest bump and do all that stuff. They looked like Pete Carroll out there. I thought it was Pete Carroll. And then they showed a picture of Lane Kiffin with his nose in the playbook not looking up and no smiling, you know. Yeah,
0: I don't think they've ever got a picture of him smiling. And then they talk
1: about Kessler, the fact that when he played under Kiffin, uh, you know, his. Com- his completions and everything were way down, and under Sarkeesian he was like three hundred for three hundred or something. Yeah, you know? the, yeah. The, the Sar- Sarkisian so, has that big, same kind of big difference energy that, that Pete yeah. Carroll.
0: Yeah, and then they had had a lot of controversy, of course, uh, the, the stuff with Josh Shaw, you know, and yeah. the, with his ankles and. That was and a shame. I don't know
1: what happened there. And and, uh, and then, uh, you know. How about the, the kid that uh, called him a racist? Yeah, the racism uh, charge. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't want to get into that, okay? The kid, kid's got some problems and probably wasn't going to play or got upset about something, and that's it. You well, know, they, they use that sometimes. They use that term to get away with things. You know, yeah, out? you don't want to play that card unless no. it's really and true. And you know, a lot of his teammates were upset with him about doing that. They said it was uncalled for, and uh, you know, he shouldn't have done that.
0: Well, you, you, I guess you never know uh, what someone's like, uh, you know, away from the game. But but right. I Sarkeesian Sar- 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 doesn't strike me no, as a he racist. No, he doesn't. Like a... a kid's name up. it's yeah, not, war- not, yeah, not even worth. But Sarkeesian seems to be an upbeat guy that everybody likes, and I does certainly doesn't look like it. And he's
1: got guys in the press box that actually can tell him what to do. Doing. you didn't have to look at the playbook.
0: You know? <laughs> wow. Well, you know that's the big beef I've got with uh, my my. Uh, you know, I'm a Michigan Wolverine fan, and Brady Hoke uh, has done a pretty good job with them. They look good this weekend. Of course, they open against uh, you know Appalachian State, which
1: hey, who actually got, beat us two years you ago. You still got to play to win, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: They they beat us, you know. But we uh, a couple years ago, but but uh, Michigan looked good. But Brady Hoke doesn't wear headsets during the game. So, you know, people are always like, well, how does he communicate with the people yeah, up in the booth? Yeah, i was surprised. At that. With his coordinators and everything up in the booth. How does he? I have no idea. I think hand, hand, hand signs. Yeah. Hand signs. It's got to be. You know. <laughs> yeah, there's one hand sign you could always uh, throw if you had to. Uh,
1: yeah, that uh, one finger to let you know I'm number one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, uh, it,
0: it is an exciting season. It's just gotten started. And there were some, already some great games I watched at LSU-Wisconsin game. I didn't see that. What happened? LSU won, but uh, Wisconsin was up 24-7 uh, into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And then uh, LSU came back and scored three touchdowns uh, wow. unanswered, you know, to win the game. Oh, so, that
1: made those Wisconsinites really upset. Well, you know, there's there's this whole thing
0: with the SEC, and I think justifiably they're talked about as always the top conference these yeah. days. And, you know, there's some other, you know, Pac-12, you're a big Pack twelve guy and and they're yes, looking really good. They're gonna, you know, I, I don't know if SC is gonna be SEC is always going to be that dominant, but but the last couple of
1: years they have been, they've you know they've they've uh, well, they get such great talent. I mean these guys go out and they find guys in the middle of nowhere and make stars out. They've
0: dominated out. college yeah, they football have. and 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 they've uh, you know won the the whole thing the last yeah. couple of years and and there there there's obviously some great teams there, but. You know what, Uh, uh, there were some close games, you know, with uh, other conferences this weekend. I mean, West Virginia gave uh, uh, Alabama all they could handle. Alabama won the game, but, you know, it was a good game. And, uh, you know, Florida State had some trouble with Oklahoma State.
1: You know who I'm pulling for this year?
0: Who's that? Notre Dame. Well, and not Notre me because I'm a Michigan fan. We play know, them this week. I know
1: the uh, w- with all the problems they had with the paternal stuff and the Jerry Sandusky. Well, that, and that's all that that's, stuff Penn like that. that's Penn State. That's Penn State. All right. Well, but, but I'm pulling. I'm pulling for. That's right. It's Penn State. Yeah. I'm pulling for Notre Dame because I I just think that it, uh, a Rose Bowl game without Notre Dame something's missing. Okay. Well, I don't need, necessarily need to see Penn State out here, but I want to see Notre Dame come out here and play SC or play UCLA.
0: Well, you know, they always play SC at the end of the season there, and it's always a great game, and they are good again this year. Uh, you know, if you can tell from that first game, you know, you can't always tell from that no. first game.
1: Oh, well, you've got to get the kinks out. Yeah. Okay? It's just like your first game in spring training, your first game when you've got the jitters and when opening day baseball and, you know, you pop up or hit, yeah, pitches the ball right down the middle, you swing and miss it, you know, and stuff like that.
0: Now, do you think there's anything, you know, uh, they always say the uh, Sports Illustrated jinx And uh, you know Todd Hundley from uh, UCLA was on the cover, and he had kind of a shaky first game. Now I think he's a great player, and I'm sure he'll come back and have a a, a great season. But do you think that puts extra pressure on someone? And
1: no, 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 no. If you're a player, you play. Okay, now you'll have jitters that opening day, just like any player would. But everybody has that. Everybody has that. Everybody goes through that. And then once you, but once that you have that first uh, set of. Plays or once you get that first at contact, bat, or whatever, you yeah, do, yeah. whatever it is, you know, then everything's going to be okay, okay. Yeah. But it's that very first one. Yeah. Can you have jitters? You know, you get a little nervous. You get butterflies.
0: Did you get nervous when you played in the World Series?
1: Oh yeah, the first time up there, you know, you're watching that pitch, you know, and I say, I got you know, 50 million people watching. Please don't screw up. You know? <laughs> yeah. know, yeah, Or the first fly ball, you know, make sure you catch it with uh, two hands. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Or if you're gonna throw it, don't overthrow the base. Yeah. You know, you're thinking about all these things, you know, because you know there's millions of people all around the world watching the World Series. But once the game gets going, that once kind of – Once it gets going, then it's all forgotten.
0: Then your head's yeah. in the game right. and you're not thinking about yeah, – yeah, yeah. Now you're concentrating on what you need to do. Yeah, I would think fielding would be the toughest because – of, the, especially of a tough fly ball – you're thinking, hey, I better get this, you know.
1: Yeah, and they play it sometimes. Some of those parks in the sun, you've got to got to wear sunglasses, or you got to fight it with uh, a little bit, you know. and that yeah. Makes it tough. Yeah. Or in some parks like Wrigley Field or Candlestick Park, when you're playing there, the wind. The just wind. Makes a big difference. Sure. That's got to be. Uh, what was so Candlestick
0: was probably the toughest yeah. for that, right?
1: Well, that was, New York was tough because the marijuana would make you dizzy when they oh, well, wave yeah. over the <laughs> field. <fleagles. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could you smell it coming down? Oh, my sensor? gosh. Yeah. Coming, we'd be in the dugout. It'd be wafing in the dugout. you go, what the heck? What are they doing up there? The you guys know?
0: had a contact time. Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. No,
1: no, no. That that uh, Actually, three or four times in, in New York, in Yankee Stadium, a lot of guys actually moved away from the end of the dugout. It was come, the wind was blowing it in. That wow. thing and went back down, and some guy sitting in the wheel, in the wheel well down below. You know, <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, you know, not that it's a bad. I have nothing against people with marijuana, but just that you're trying to play a game, and you get that smell, and you go, "Oh my gosh!"
0: Yeah, you're trying to cut focus. Yeah. Or uh, Las-
1: Lasorda's uh, then you're and you
0: know? then you're eating everything in the stands. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that's funny. Uh, where were, where was the uh, the most? Where were the fans the wildest? Where were they the most? Like, the, what away game did you not want to play?
1: Oh, I, I think Boston and New York were the toughest, but I can remember a game in Chicago where they were throwing batteries at the former players in the outfield from the stands. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah, they did yeah. that in San, but you, San Francisco, too, I, I think. I would say
1: Boston and New York would be the <coughs> toughest parks to play in. Okay, uh... Wrigley Field is not too far behind. I mean, like, you know, if somebody's home run opposing the team, they throw the ball back in the, in the field again. Right, know. right. So that doesn't bother anybody like that. But it's a, it's probably Wrigley's the toughest park to play in because of all the outfield gates that they have out there. You have the uh, pitcher's mounds on the inside. You've got the wind that swirls around in different directions every which way. Yeah. And you've got that little cage if you're an outfielder. Um, that you're going back for fly ball, and you can't catch it because that steel uh, mesh jets out. And the ivy, because you yeah. crashed into the and ivy and the ivy got hurt. And the brick wall. The yeah. Brick wall, that's tough. But the, the toughest part of that part, besides those, is if you're an outfielder and you're looking in at the batter, you have to get down real low because the fence, the brick fence um, behind the hitter and the umpire is only about four feet high. So what happens is if a guy hits a fly ball, a hitter hits a fly ball, it's coming out of a multicolored shirts area. Right. Home It's not white shirts. It's all kinds of colors, and so you have to get down almost on your knees so that you can see the ball coming off the hitter's bat. Wow, that's the toughest part.
0: That's the really. It's the toughest part. Interesting. The fans Interesting.
1: make the other parks tough, but to play in, that's the toughest part because of the wind.
0: Well, I was going to say Fenway fan wise, because they're so close. Oh
1: yeah, they can reach out and buy. They'll they'll pull your glove off if you get over there try and catch a ball. Really? Say, oh yeah. Yeah, wow. you know because you're reaching in the stands yeah. and legally, the the, you, the umpires can't do anything about it. So if you're on the infield play and you are in. Right there by the stands, you can catch the ball. But if you go to reach in, like you're, that kid did in Boston right, or there, you know, the right. Cubs, if you go to reach in, they'll pull your glove off or knock it out of your hands. Wow. And they can do that because it's, it's out of the ballpark.
0: Interesting. Did you ever miss a, a fly ball because of the sun?
1: No. No. They, we, we, used, we were taught to shade with, with our glove a little bit or your hand. Right. You know, because you're picking the ball up. Okay, once it gets up in the sky, you're okay. All right, but then again, you'll see a, the sun will set in a different area early in the year, okay, and then it becomes a little tough. And then you have some, they give it, we have sunglasses that we wear.
0: Well, now they used to say in the old Astrodome that players would lose the. Oh, uh, you
1: lose it in the dome lights. Yeah. Yeah, because you're looking up and they're all white, same color as the ball. Did that Did that happen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was tough. You had to try and really follow it. And, uh, and then the thing about the Astrodome is that the Astroturf. They didn't, wasn't put on cement because they had so many uh, rodeos there and stuff like that, so it was put on dirt. So that meant the field wasn't level. Oh, weird. And so you'd be running, you'd be running, or you'd watch a ground ball come out to you and it would come out like a snake, you know, because of the. Oh, wow. Because the the AstroTurf (laughs) was put on dirt. Wow. That's interesting. And it wasn't even. And so that made it fun.
0: Now, yeah. Uh, Now, was AstroTurf, what else did that do? Make the ball move faster?
1: Yes, it does. It makes it bounce higher, and it makes it go in different directions. The AstroTurf will actually make the ball move if it's not that. Now, the other places like St. Louis, um, uh, San Francisco, when they had it on, just on the infield, and, uh, Montreal was really bad because they had rivets in there because they use it for the uh, Olympics, and the runners would run around it. Oh, uh-huh. And so a lot of times the ball would come out after you. You, you. It looked like a snake, you know. It would be moving, hit something, going like that. So they're all different okay you just have to really pay attention you know yeah. or a lot of times we would go out early and our coaches would hit ground balls or fly balls to us so you get used to it oh okay yeah uh now um astroturf so there's only like you know four or five parks that had this st louis was tough because it was really hard but it was so hot during the day in st louis we had a game with the Phillies, uh, where the temperature is 151 degrees on the turf. What? And our pitcher, Larry Christensen, in the fifth inning, uh, all of a sudden got on the mound to pitch and he never moved. They had to escort him off. Is that right? Yeah. He got, got into a heat funk. stroke or something? Uh have no idea what happened. He got into a funk and he had his glove and his hand up like this and he was looking in for the sign. The catcher, Bob Boone, kept giving the sign, kept giving the sign, and finally, he went out there, and the manager came out, and he was uh, like he was in another world. Was he okay? Yeah. yeah, he was dehydrated.
0: That's what it was, huh? And then
1: we yeah. used to have, to, and then for the players, they had these big cookie sheet type things that were about maybe an inch deep, okay? Right. And they filled them with ice. So they had four of them in the dugout. So when you come off the field with your cleats, you'd step right into those cookie things that were ice water, okay? Because your feet were burning up. Oh right, yeah. Oh, wow, it was terribly hot there. Wow, I, yeah. So, I mean, that, that was another tough park to play in. Yeah,
0: you know? uh-huh. wasn't the
1: sun; it was the heat.
0: Now, did you uh, did they uh, teach you, or I guess you, did guys learn how to play uh, stuff off the wall? Yeah. If you're
1: playing in Boston with the Green Monster, you know, uh, a lot of times guys will come out early, and one of the coaches will take a fungo and hit some balls off the wall, so you see how they bounce. And uh, the other part that made it tough is also the scoreboards out there have wire around them. Uh-huh. So a ball can come off the uh, metal part of the wall, and it's pretty true. But when a ball hits that wiring on the scoreboard, it could bounce in several different directions. Yeah, sure. So we would actually take uh, fly balls. Our coaches would hit fly balls off those so we could see how they react. To
0: get used to it. Yeah, yeah You got used yeah. to
1: it. Well, I say you got used to it. You, at least you had an idea what was going to yeah, happen. It yeah. doesn't mean it was going to be that way during the game. but yeah. Yeah. So, But it was kind of interesting to play that wall.
0: Yeah, it looks, like, it looks uh, almost like handball. You yeah, know, and if you got
1: too close to the wall, you were greeted by the fans with a shower.
0: Ah, uh, uh-huh, oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> Waste of good liquid out there Yeah, it really you. is, guys. Come on. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. So that had to be a tricky part to plan. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then if you go down the line, it was more interesting is that the fans were right there. You could actually touch them and talk to them, okay? The, the seats were that low. Yeah, they're low. And, they're right uh, there. And you're right there, and you go talk to And, and that's what if you reached in... For a ball, they you know, steal your okay, glove, and, and you're well. They grab your glove, sure. Because wow, uh, you know you're actually out of the playing field when you stick in for a ball, and you can do that. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can do about.
0: it. Now the famous incident with the guy uh, in Chicago, you know.
1: Oh yeah, reached <laughs> over and caught the ball.
0: Yeah. W- w- what was your take on that? Was that he re- he reached into the playing he field, reached- right?
1: Uh, about six inches into the playing field while the outfielder was right by the wall ready to catch it. He just kind of reached out. So that and, is
0: obstruction.
1: And that is obstruction, yeah. I mean, you're not, you, you a kid can catch the ball as long as he doesn't reach out over into the playing field. So if it had been, you know, six yeah. inches back and he yeah, was... Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Okay? And, and, the fence, and the fence was so high that you really can't jump for it. But the outfield, the Cubs outfield, that was right there, he was ready to catch the ball, and I forget his name, Billy something. Or Steve something, yeah. Oh, Steve something. Yeah, yeah reached over and made, the, you know, took the ball away from him, and wow. and that was a big, that was a big thing back then because it kind of took him out of the playoffs. It
0: did, and the yeah. Cubs have mm-hmm. been suffering for a long time. And then you remember when
1: with Jeter hit the ball, okay, where the fan reached over, okay, right, uh, in Yankee Stadium, they right. made a big to do about that one too. But that call in Chicago, it really was kind of the kid's fault, huh? Yeah, it was the kid's fault. And there's been other ones like that. I mean, you know, the, the, the kids... You know, you, you can't really blame the kids because it's a ball. It's coming there. They want to catch it. You don't have a souvenir. Especially then so it's a playoff game. About, and they, yeah. Gee, I'm two inches over the field. That's illegal. You know? Yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah. That's what
1: happened in New York. The and
0: it wrecked that, yeah. that kid. I mean, that kid in Chicago oh, had to yeah. move, and yeah. people he, were running him out of town. Bad
1: that, yeah, A yeah. lot of people criticized it, But the same thing happened in New York with uh, Derek Jeter. So,
0: Now, speaking of baseball, let's take a look at what's going on. We got... Uh, you you know your Dodgers
1: yeah they're slumping a little bit they dropped in the
0: batting order he's down hitting
1: fifth or sixth now
0: well I heard they were sending him down to the minors
1: well they talked about that and uh, right now uh, if if you look at if you look at uh, the Dodgers lineup okay uh, if you look at Uribe, Uribe and Puig, Puig's hitting 296, Uribe's 297. So those are the only two really good hitters on the Dodgers right now. So I don't think they can afford to send Puig down. No, you don't want to send and him then down. And the other yeah. guy that's playing well is D Gordon. He's at 284, but he's stealing bases. Yeah. And everyone else is uh, not hitting well at all. You know, well, Kent, I, I take it back, Kent has brought his average up from 230 to 281. Mm. So he's hitting the ball. So a he's bit. hitting, yeah. So, so they're starting to come around, but it's like everything else. Uh, you know, you get into a little funk, and the only thing you can do, you get with your batting coach. You go right back to the basics, okay? Because uh, you might be lifting your arm up, you might be getting the bat too high or too low. Right. You know, you might be pulling out. You might be pulling your head. There's all kinds of things you could do, and if you get the hitting instructor with you, you can and concentrate on hitting the ball either in the cage or off a of batting tee, and you work it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, you got to work on it all season long, work on, right? yeah. Now the Dodgers are two games up. Yep. And uh, it looks Which like, isn't much. No, it isn't, and, and it looks like a tight race uh, between those two. You know. Uh, well, it wasn't Padres. until they
1: played the Padres.
0: Yeah,
1: to lose uh, two out of three down there, or three out of four, whatever it was. I mean, uh, you know, sometimes you go into a little funk, but uh, uh, the main thing is that they're getting everybody back healthy. Kemp's healthy, all right? Uribe's healthy. Gonzalez is healthy yep, now. Yeah, Gordon's back to being so he can steal bases again. So that's the good part of it. Now they just have to continue to get back and score some runs. Okay, and their pitching's got to do the job.
0: All right, and uh, our other LA team, the Angels, uh, four is a four and a half games up on yeah, Oakland. Oakland's a had half. a bad little run here. They yeah, were really doing well. Really hot. And they were super hot early in the season, and now they've tapered off. And uh, they
1: just got a, they made a deal for Adam Dunn. I think they got him from the White Sox or somebody. And he's going to give them the power they need a little bit. He hit a home run uh, the other day, all right, to, to help win a game. But uh, that's going to help their uh, their batting. Their hitting has not been that good lately. Well, they got when they traded Cepadus, yeah, you know, that yeah, didn't, that, that yeah. Was, I, I, I don't understand
0: that one. I don't either. He was on too much of a roll. I know they got a good yeah. pitcher and well, in Leicester. year John Lester. Got John Lester okay. Yeah,
1: and you need pitching to win. Okay. Sure. So you sacrifice your hitting for the pitching, but a pitcher plays every fifth day. Your hitter hits every every day for five days. And okay. he was really on a roll. Yeah, and so you know you, you got to play one against the other. Uh, that's what they needed. They felt they needed a pitcher, so that's going to help them. But they're bouncing back. I mean, they. Uh, I wouldn't ever count Oakland A's out. because. No, but they have stuff. had a tough uh, month yeah. here. Against well, the Dodgers, sure. Yeah. Now, uh,
0: the Tigers, my team over in the AL, uh, they're Your in a battle. team, the Tigers. They are in a battle yes, against the uh, Royals. Uh, you know, the Royals are having
1: a good year. They are. I don't and think they're going to catch them, though.
0: Well, yeah, they've been sort of choppy so. the last couple of games. They're five and five in their last few games, and uh, Tigers are seven and three in their last ten games. And uh, uh, you know, I, yeah, I see uh, Tigers winning that. I do. Uh, <clears throat> but I, you but know, I,
1: and, and you know what I miss out there?
0: What's uh, what's up, Leland? Oh, me too. I miss him yeah, out there with steps too. on the
1: steps, you know, pointing and yelling and screaming and Smoking hollering. Smoking a cigarette
0: the, uh,
1: yep. <laughs> in the dugout. Him. Yeah, he, you know. i tell he, you what, he, he, I, I liked him a lot as a manager. I liked him even better as a person and an individual off the field. He was a, he was a terrific guy. Was he? He was yeah. excellent. You know? I'm glad He'd to talk hear that. to you. Uh, if you had a problem, you could come to him with it, whether it be personal or baseball. Uh, come to his office, shut the door. Let me hear. It, you know.
0: Yeah, he just seemed like a, a classic yeah, really manager, a classic, like an old school uh, classic. When I was doing, it reminded baseball. me of Sparky Anderson, kind of.
1: Yeah, when I was doing baseball's funniest pranks, they wanted to pull a prank on one of the players. Okay, and I went to Lela and I said, I know this is a lot uh, out of order, and you know, not the norm, but can we put a camera behind your desk? Okay. And have you call a player in and tell him you're going to ship him out to Japan or somewhere or something like that, and this would be a top player and right. get his reaction, and you know, like most managers, no, I, he said, yeah, sure, that sounds like fun, let's do it. And so we hit a camera behind in the in uh, behind the uh, behind his desk. They were in a closet, and you could just shoot the camera out. I forget right. the player he brought in now, but uh, this is one of their top guys. And he said, well, the the club decided to make a trade. And we're we're getting uh, Timbuktu from Japan, and we're going to send you over to Japan. And of course, the guy's freaking out, the whole thing like that. <laughs> and he was going right along with us, serious. That. The, oh, guy just, the guy's starting to cry and the whole thing like that. <laughs> and then, then he pulled it out. Oh, we're only kidding. It's a joke, okay? okay. So you know, here's a guy in the middle of, of spring training, that you know, just concentrating on what he's doing. And he let us come in and have that fun. So.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Well, I always liked him, too, and I think he was a great manager. Um You do kind of miss them out there. Yeah. Uh, You know, and and I think those, uh, you you know, you know better than I, but I think those older managers just have all that wisdom. Uh, That's Down the stretch, you know, down the stretch when you really need to, uh, you know, you're in a tight race. And Um, they need
1: to pump somebody, they pump you up. yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it, you know.
0: And, yeah. and they make the right moves at the yeah, right no, time.
1: I agree with you. I, I think he was one of the good ones, and I was sorry to see him go.
0: Well, I still see uh, the Tigers winning that division, but it's nice to see these uh, uh, you know, races going on, the divisional races at the end of the year here. That's the great thing about baseball yeah. is when it, gets, you know, close to, uh, when it gets to September, uh, then every game is important.
1: Now, here's something that's going to make you feel good. When you look at the Tigers' lineup, okay, Right. And Kinsler, the second baseman, is leading off. He's hitting 281. And then the right fielder is hitting 278. And then the DH, Cabrera, he's hitting 304. Okay? And so then you go down a little bit more. First baseman, Martinez, 329. And then the left fielder is hitting 307. I mean, they're all hitting the ball. So realistically, <laughs> yeah. You know, as a team, as hitters, they're doing a great job hitting. They just got to get some pitching. Well, you know, we had that great, uh, yeah, they've got great pitching lineup, but, yeah. you know, uh,
0: Verlander's been off, yeah. and they've had some injuries. You know, Sanchez uh, was injure, injured there. And, How you know,
1: Scherzer? Uh
0: Scherzer? Uh, Scherzer's still Scherzer doing good. Still He's good. still looking okay. good. Yeah, I mean, we have great front-line pitching, but, you know, uh, we had a couple injuries there, and, and I don't know what's going on with Verlander. Well,
1: you know, sometimes you get a little bit of funk, and then the pitching coach straightens them out.
0: Well, yeah, you just hope that guys like that haven't, uh, you know, pitched their arm out.
1: The Tigers are hitting. I mean, they got they got an average with these guys in the lineup that I'm looking at right as of now. You know, they got an average. They got three guys over 300. Dodgers and Angels don't have anybody over 300.
0: Now, what's your theory on that?
1: Why aren't the why why aren't those guys? I I don't know. Well, you know, Kemp was a big guy a couple years ago. Ethier was a big guy a couple years ago. Okay, they put a lot of pressure on Puig when he came up, okay? So, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, Gonzalez got off to a really bad start at the beginning. He's coming through now. Coming through, yeah. And Uribe, was hitting over 300, just was out for, what, three, four weeks? Yeah. He was hurt, and then Ramirez was hurt.
0: Yeah, they've had injuries, yeah. They've had the injuries
1: of some key guys that hit the ball very well. So we well, are starting to put it back together again. You
0: know? Injuries will get you.
1: Yeah, and same thing with the uh, same thing with the um, the Angels. I mean, you look at the Angels lineup uh, until the until the, I would say all the way probably two thirds way through the second month, Hamilton, Pujols, and Trout weren't hitting two fifty.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's talk uh, baseball is exciting right now, and it's going to get more exciting. Let's talk a little pro football though, because we uh, kick off this coming weekend. Uh, the regular season yeah, and yeah about that yeah it's exciting and uh, you know uh, i don't know seattle still looks pretty good they lost a
1: couple of guys uh, you know yes. my lions well, picked up golden like tate so wilson okay but yep. surprised me how about the how about the raiders bringing in a young kid and now that they're going to start him right in they're going to start him just throw him out there well you know he had car, a great
0: right? yeah car he had a great uh, preseason mm-hmm. and uh, looked really good and you know they went and got Shob, uh from the Texans, but it, uh, you know it apparently Didn't do it in spring. apparently
1: cars beat him out.
0: Yeah, and uh, that's interesting. It's interesting to see a, a you know a rookie starting.
1: That that is especially it, the know, pressure on them. Little, just and you know they're going to be out there, just mash them anytime they can get to them. Get well, them the yeah, so you want to rattle have the have rookie, some, right? It's got to have some protection somewhere. What yeah. about my uh, what about my Eagles? What do you think? Well, I you know the Eagles are interesting.
0: Uh, I, I you know I like that coach and. Um, you know, I they they had uh, you know Deshaun left, and yeah. they they lost some guys. Yeah, and, I was and, surprised on that. One. Yeah, and and then uh, you know, but they got Mark Sanchez as a backup quarterback. I don't know if that helps. I think it does. Hey, uh, it's, you, you,
1: could, you always need a backup quarterback. One of the better backups, I would right, think. Yeah,
0: and um, and I like Chip Kelly. I, you know, uh, I like his his coaching style. Well, he did uh,
1: well in in the Coast Lake. You know what I'm saying? Those yeah. guys up there.
0: Well, we'll see how he how he does it because he's very. Uh, you know, he's got his own system, and, and uh, I think they'll be in there. I think they're going to have a good year, um, you know. Uh, and the question really is, is uh, how about some of these other teams that, that might compete with Seattle, um, like San Francisco? They've had a lot of yeah. issues because yeah. they've had injuries and then uh, several suspensions.
1: Uh, I don't think I could ever rule Harbaugh out. I mean, uh, well, he's a great he coach, seems, but they've had some big suspensions. Yeah, he, he seems to find a nugget every now and then. I mean, somewhere. Alden Smith had yeah. the most sacks in the league, and he's out now yeah, for, out for
0: most of the season. And, that's and, going to hurt. That's going to hurt. Yeah.
1: How about Tom Brady? Uh, they're, they're not sure about what, Gronsky? Uh, what's his name? Gronsky. Gronk. Gronk. Yeah. They're not sure if he's still healthy. He says he's healthy and wants to play, but there's still some issues with him. Well, I think that's they're always – are always part of uh, Brady's – Arsenal is going down and catching those short passes.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, they're, they're always in the running. Uh, Brady will always keep you in there. And I think uh, I think Peyton Manning and the Broncos have made yeah, themselves. They can't, can't ever rule out. They've yeah. made themselves better, yeah, too. they yeah. got some really good guys on defense. They actually uh, brought in some yeah. guys, and that was where they needed to shore they things up. They needed to do that. Yeah. They were shorting now, they, they did uh, lose Frank Welker for a little bit here with a concussion. That's a tough loss for them. I'm, um, I'm
1: seeing more and more concussions nowadays than uh, than it was in the early years, and so I don't know what they're. Gonna well, they're trying to crack down, crack down on the helmet-to-helmet tackling.
0: Uh, you know, the one guy got suspended for the Redskins, right. and 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 you know, and and it. Um, they're trying to cut down on that. You know, uh, it has been a big issue, and because they're just faster. Players are faster and bigger, and I that's think that's the whole thing. Some of these guys are are so big and yet so fast. Well, and then and, and then I always say that there could be something done more with the equipment. I don't, so, I still don't understand in today's uh, with today's technology why you can't come can't up make with a make helmet. A better helmet, yeah. Uh,
1: How, other than putting more padding in it, what can you do? I mean, uh, I, I don't know. But you know, you, you think, can't put something that's going to make it heavier. True, but it seems like there must be some kind
0: of uh, aerodynamic, you know, they can send people to the moon. How come you can't do that? I mean, you, you should be able to, I mean, a helmet.
1: That's a, that's a hell of a question.
0: You know, you, know, I mean, I,
1: yeah. you know, guys fly around the moon, he's got a football helmet on. That's not yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: you're going to need one for Good the right, landing. Try and hit me in the head. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I agree. I don't know what they can do. I, and, and these guys, each year, they get bigger and stronger. I mean, the weights, the, they're constantly in the weight room. And yeah. some of these guys, when they get hit in the head, it's got to just jar the heck out of you.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it, well, I just always think that's something that, that could be looked at. I as, think so. But, you know, I'm sure they're working on it. Uh, now, there's a couple other things. Uh, the, you know, the first openly gay player, Michael Sam, did not did make not the team. not make the team, yeah. And that surprised me a little bit because uh, I guess they only show you the highlights. We didn't see his bad plays. But the highlights, look, he looked pretty good. Yeah,
1: but, when I read that they uh, they had ten guys that were really outstanding and they just didn't have any more room on the defense for them. Well, I think that was the problem.
0: Yeah. I think he came into uh, onto a team that had guys that were already good yeah, in those good. in those yeah, yeah in his so. position.
1: Well, you know what, never Somebody might pick him up. Injuries play a part all the time. And it just uh, you know, if he keeps himself in shape, and somebody needs a defensive guy, they'll, they'll give a shot.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see him catch on with yeah, somebody because nice, I, I thought he played pretty good. You know, in the preseason. I, I guess you can't always tell preseason uh, but
1: um, I mean you know like, like I do, there's always injuries, always yeah, injuries.
0: yeah, and I you're right. and I think you know, he looks fast. He looked like he was running out there pretty fast. So I mean, uh, you know, I wish him the best. Mm-hmm. Um, over there in Cleveland, they've got the uh, Mansell Hoyer quarterback yeah, thing going on. Uh, who finally won that? I guess I guess uh, Hoyer, they're yeah. going to start Hoyer, right?
1: Well, you look at the tall guy or the short guy, and if you're a receiver, who do you want to get the ball from? Well, I don't know.
0: I mean, you know, Mansell had a couple of good preseason uh, games, so, and he. Uh, he's going to have to jump up to throw them six foot eight guys. Though. Well, that's a knock on him that he's small, you know, but he still looks exciting.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he can run, yeah. he can break out of the pocket. You know, there's some guys that do that very well, and yeah. he's not afraid to take a hit.
0: No, he's not afraid. I just wonder, you know, the, the, it's always a danger in the yeah. pros. Yeah. But he uh, he had some nice nice runs in the preseason. Looked pr- look pretty did. good. Yeah. I, my guess is he'll be starting by about the third or fourth week. Think so? Well, I think the fans are going to push for it.
1: Well, you know, the other thing is they can put him both in. You know, they can
0: move him in platoon. And out. Yeah, I don't know. Platooning's got to be tough, you know, because it's
1: you're not warmed up. That's what I always think is if well, you're platooning you got, you got guys. Got a good point there, but I, I think that you, if some guy keeps getting beat up, you're going to put the other guy in and give the guy a little break or
0: something. Right, right. Uh, now, <clears throat> uh, you know, uh, let's jump back to college for a second. Which one? The 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 SC player who said that he hurt his ankles with the uh, jumping off the roof or whatever. I feel
1: so bad on that one. Yeah,
0: that's a a tough one. Now, do you think he should be suspended because he told a lie?
1: He lied about it to the coach and to everybody. Um, I, I think he should receive some form of discipline. Uh, and I, I think it should I, I know the school's involved okay, Pat Hayden and, and the school's involved What should it so, be, a couple of games, suspension uh, or what? Yeah, you know, that's a tough one to call that's a tough one because it was such a big issue I mean, it really always went all over the paper this kid's a hero, they want to put him yeah. up pedestal on Yeah, the that's he pretty bad. bad, yeah and he lied, okay and yeah. comes sh- and then finally he had to come tell the truth All right, which is always the toughest part That's the hard part and so there's got to be some kind of punishment so that the p- other players see that, you know, you can't do things that like you're, you know, it's not about you, it's about the team, and it's about the football program. Well, and
0: it's trust. you got to be able to trust yeah. somebody, and if they're not telling the truth, well, <clears throat> so what do you do? You suspend them for a couple of games, so it doesn't seem like yeah. a full season thing. Yeah,
1: no, I, I don't think a full season, but uh, I, I would say at least three, maybe more, okay, <laughs> depending on how, you know, how much grief it caused the team and because a lot of the players felt bad for him, you know, trying to come to his aid and all that stuff like that. So it did create some problems. Yeah. So now now the big thing is is the team, is the current players gonna accept him back knowing what he did? That's well, the other thing.
0: That's the other thing. Yeah, you, yeah you're right. That's, that's just a tough one. Well, moving uh, back into the pros about, with suspensions, though, you've got uh, the Josh Gordon, you know, mm-hmm. who led the NFL last year in receiving. Right. Uh, he's out because of uh, a marijuana thing. He, he uh, you know, tested positive that. on that. So they suspended him for the entire season. Mm-hmm. Now,
1: you know, I you take get, a guy, uh, but look,
0: look at, now they've toughened up their domestic violence uh I can
1: understand that, but a marijuana thing. I mean, no, seventy-five percent of the people in the United States smoker. Absolutely, and you can go buy it in Colorado if you got if you're sick. Exactly. So, so
0: I don't think. Yeah. I, I don't like that. I don't like a full season Not suspension. Full season. No, I don't I think that's right. That. And then okay. you got a guy like Ray Rice, mm-hmm. and of course Ray's apologized up and down. But you know they had that whole uh, ugly yeah, picture of him punching his wife seat. and the you're whole right. thing. Okay. okay. So he gets suspended for two games. Now, you know, the commissioner took a lot of heat on that, so he went back and they've rescinded their whole, they've, they've changed their whole uh, domestic violence uh, Program. policy, yeah. yeah, and it's a lot tougher from for going forward. But, but you know, he only got two games. The guy that got caught on the marijuana thing was a full Three season. Full season, which yeah. is
1: not even close. I don't think so. No, and so they, they got to look at that, and I'm sure that somebody's got to, uh, uh, I'm sure that if I was him, I'd get an attorney, and I'd. I, that's what I present. We present this and present that. Well, they're saying
0: now that they he may play up in Canada for a year, but you know, I, I tell you what, I just don't no, no, like no, that. I don't no, like the I, way that no, went down.
1: I done. agree. It, uh, it doesn't make sense when you beat up your wife and then you get you suspended get two, for games. two games, and you get caught uh, have a little marijuana on you. Okay, you get suspended for the season. Yeah, I don't get that. I, I think that's wrong. No, so. I, no, I agree with you on that. I think so, they got to have big rules for both. But you know. The commissioner sometimes could be a little wishy-washy. I think.
0: Well, I think people thought he was on that Ray Rice thing. Yeah, they thought. So Wait a minute. Now he's going to
1: show him with the with the marijuana thing, which makes absolutely no sense at all. Yeah, I don't get that. And no. and you know, so he took a lot of heat on the Ray Rice thing, and then I
0: think that's why they had to make their changes.
1: Yeah, well, I can understand that. That was a totally, completely different thing, okay? Well, he should have got more than two games so I on tried that. that. My beat the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. She sent me with a broom. You would not dare. <laughs> She's yeah. Italian. What, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Yeah, uh, yeah. With 169 relatives, I wouldn't
0: have a chance. You'd be in big trouble, Jay. Just, you better watch it. Yeah, uh, yeah. go
1: to Australia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's well, it's, you know, there's always a lot of weird suspensions yeah. during a year. Yeah, they have and, been. and it can make a big difference. Look, Josh team, Gordon. Sure. Josh Gordon led the league.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's a heck of a receiver. And, you know, I bet Mansell and Hoyer aren't too happy about it because that's their go-to yeah.
1: guy. Well, I- Somewhere along the line, I think the, uh, an attorney will get involved in this, okay, and present one case and look at this and look at that. How can you make this and make yeah, that? You know, yeah. so they, they'll probably, maybe after the first one or two games, they'll probably maybe rescind it. I would hope they'd think get a little smarter. Yeah, you know, let's hope like that. on that. Yeah, um, but it's exciting to have football here. Seahawks, great. I love and football. do you see the Seahawks repeating? I see the Seahawks being close, but you know what? I think it's very hard to repeat. I really it is hear. hard. I think, you know, because everybody's out gunning for you. Do you know I saw a stat? The last four Super Bowl champions
0: have not even made the playoffs, playoffs the next year. Yeah.
1: So. Injuries. Uh, and everybody's a, gunning for you, right? And you usually lose a, a well, that's couple the guys. Whole thing. You're, yeah. you're a Super Bowl champion. Everybody's out to show they can beat a Super Bowl team. Okay. That, and also
0: and guys want good. your players. So yeah. you know, like like uh, they the lost. Yeah. Well, they lost Golden Tate to the Lions. Mm-hmm. The, you know, he was a big part of their run last year. Right. You know, so you, you don't you, you lose some of your key guys.
1: Yeah. Right. Was, uh, I, like I said, it's very, very to me. It's very, very hard. I don't care what sport you're in, whether it's football, baseball, or basketball. Very, very hard to repeat.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah,
1: so uh, yeah.
0: And who do who would your be your uh, front running pick hmm. to win it all?
1: Right now, think Broncos. I'm, I'm I'm leaning towards the Broncos, but you know, there's always that dark horse that just seems to sneak in at the last minute. That's why I'm saying my Lions. Yeah, Jay. yeah there's always that Watch dark out, horse. Watch out, know, buddy. because you never know. Because. You know, you think, okay, this is a team. They've got all the talent. They got the quarterback, guys like that. And then you never know about injuries. And
0: yeah, so, that's the thing that can get you.
1: And what's that saying? Who's ever hot the last three games of the season? Okay.
0: Yeah, I. I you know, as, well. as good as they looked at times, I don't think anyone picked Seattle to win it all last no. year. No. You know. And they
1: snuck right in, and they played well. Yeah. And it was their defense that did everything. The defense their was unbelievable, yeah. yeah. And now, like I said, they've lost a few guys. Everybody's out gunning now for Seattle. They realize, you know, they, they've seen what they can do. They've seen who's to watch. They've seen who they need to stop, okay? So it's going to be very tough for them to repeat.
0: You're right. I, I agree on that. Now, I have a, uh, a question that's a little nebulous. It's a weird one, but I want to ask you um, – you know, I think no matter what, Seattle's going to win that game, of course. They just dominated that game with their defense. The Broncos couldn't do anything. No. But uh, do you believe that there's there's such a thing as, as just having an off day, you know, in any sport? Because, oh. I like, I noticed, for example, that that when that—I think everyone noticed this— when, when that first snap went over Peyton's head, right, it seemed to signal— <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is not going to be a good day. When you saw that, what went yeah, through your mind? I just thought, there? oh, no. You've got to be is, kidding yeah, me. What th- <laughs> this is not going to be good. No. And, and I think, I just wonder if, you know, they had such a good year, okay? Yeah. And, of course, they're playing against a, a crackerjack defense that's shutting you down. Uh, but still, they didn't seem like the Broncos of the, of during the season. season. No, yeah. they did not. And it seems like every once in a while that happens in sports where a team just – is can't get off the ground. You know they're they're just all left feet, and and does that happen? I yes, guess is what I'm saying
1: to all teams, okay? right? Could be basketball, could be football, could right. be Soccer, could be anything. Okay.
0: And is there any explanation for nope. that? You
1: overtrain, you undertrain. You sometimes guys try too hard, right? Some guys come out and they and they try and they try and do what I've seen in baseball. Some guys try and do more than they're capable of doing. Right. Okay. okay. And as an athlete, you have to play within yourself. You know what your capabilities are. You don't try and do anything special that you haven't done or you don't think you can do. You try and do and be the person you are that got you to where you are today. And you use your abilities to continue that. Not try and become the home run hitter if you're a line drive hitter. Or not try and lay down a bump when you're supposed to be hitting singles. You know? Do you think it gets in a team's head? Like, it seemed to me not like Not in it a go- team, a player. It's in players' head. Well,
0: but, you know, okay, it seemed like the whole Bronco team...
1: I had us in a funk
0: that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just seemed like, like it. And, not, and, and, of course, that, a lot of that had to do with Seattle being good. Yeah. Seattle's defense was so great. But it
1: kind of like, after that snap, <laughs> it kind of like cascaded down like a waterfall. Yeah, it did, did that, Yeah. They like, just couldn't do anything right. No, Nothing. And I guess and that's... happens. You get into one of those funks. You yeah. Know, and nothing goes right.
0: You hate to have that happen in a World I Series on, game or the Super Bowl, ooh, though.
1: Ooh, you yeah. Know.
0: I know. That's when, it, when you don't want on, that. I've been
1: on a couple of teams that that's happened. We, we did that on the Phillies one time when the, uh, when the Reds beat us. We had, a, we had a beat left to right up there. And uh, the manager, of all people, forgot to put the defensive replacement in left field. Lazinski was a left fielder, always in the seventh inning, and he'd take him out. Right. You know, because he, he was, you put Lazinski into play because of his hitting. Right. And he forgot to put Jerry Martin in, and the coaches didn't even bring it up. Wow. And so now, ball hit out there, Lazinski can't get it, puts the runners on, and risked a couple more runs, and they beat us to go on to the playoffs and play uh, wow. the Boston Red Sox in the World Series. But that was a management error, right? Management, but you would think that you know you have three coaches there too. Somebody's got to say, "Hey, Skip, you you know, you got to don't forget about the Lazinski. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those funky things that happens, and and you wonder you sit down later and you think about and now well, how do we let that get by or how do we you know so nothing you can do about it. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm looking for a fastball and the guy throws me a curveball, okay, and I'm looking for a fastball and I swing and pop it up with bases loaded. And I'm saying, why did I swing at that? I'm looking for fastball. Why you get a curveball? You're not looking for. It, you take it until you get your pitch, and t- until you get two strikes, and you look for something you can drive.
0: Well, I, I think you know. what I was getting at with my goofy question, because it really it's kind of a roundabout question, but my I, what I was trying to say was, does that affect the team on that kind of a day, like in the dugout or or on the sidelines if it's football? Is the team going, hey man, what's going on? How come we're not? What, you know I mean, does that kind of ripple through the team?
1: It, it could. i I think most people tried to play it down, but it, it affects the individuals more that it happened to more than the team. I think it does. Uh-huh and yeah. you start thinking about it you know and the, sometimes then when you start thinking, you know what I was saying when you start thinking, you try and do more than you really can. Yeah, because Payton didn't seem to be himself in that
0: game you know, once he, that he snap went over game, his yeah. head, you know, he was kind of like, what? just makes you kind of wonder a little bit. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen it happen. I've had had things like that happen to me, you know?
0: Is there anything, you know, you don't have this in baseball, but in in football you have the, uh, you know, the the halftime speech gives you a chance for the coach to kind of rally the troops and get them going in the right direction, hopefully. You don't really have that opportunity in baseball. But um, can a coach turn
1: it around by saying, hey, guys, here's what we got to do. What are we doing out there, you know? Uh, that could happen but usually it's not necessarily the manager one of the coaches come up and if they see that you're not you they try and talk to you a little bit yeah what's the matter you okay blah 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 blah. try and get you back on thinking about what you need to do yeah or let's say you drop a fly ball right in the middle of bases loaded you go catch the ball i guess in the sun you drop it you're feeling bad they score to run so then a coach would come up and talk to us, hey, look, man, that was the last inning. It's over. It's gone. You can't bring it back. You can't bring it back. Forget it. Okay? Go, yeah. go play. Get it out of your mind. All right? Just start afresh. And so co- some coaches are good at that. Some don't. Some just let it ride. Well, they um, always say that's a. Uh, they always
0: say that that is a uh, defensive back's uh, greatest asset is a bad memory. Yeah. In, so, in other words, you're supposed to just forget that
1: forget play you got on. burned right. on. No the, kidding. You know,
0: and, and, and not uh, get
1: burned on it again. You're right.
0: Yeah, because if you're thinking about
1: it, you'll you'll drop the next or yeah, you'll, you'll screw, screw up the up next again. one. Yeah, and it happens to every every athlete. Okay, I mean nobody's perfect. Nobody's great all the time. And and you know that that's when a manager or coach can come in and really be helpful. Say, hey, look, man, forget about it. It's over. You can't do anything about it. You know. Yeah. All right, let's go. Go out and play. Give us. Give. Got to give us your best. You know, it's not. It's not about. It's not about I. It's about we. Well, and also. it's also about you know,
0: okay, you made a mistake, but let's put that behind us.
1: Yeah, that's it. Don't dwell on it. Come
0: you know, up. because, you know, if you're dwelling on that, you're going to make another mistake. Make and, another, that, yeah, that,
1: That's the whole thing about where the, some coaches are really good. They come up and say, hey, forget about it. Like, hey, go, go out and do something good. Make a diving catch. Do something. Steal a base, you know. Yeah, you can turn Punch it around. Punch a guy in the nose. Yeah. Do something. Get yeah. something going, you know. yeah, They'll make fun of it a little bit. Some coaches will. Well, know. I think that's good, yeah, because
0: – Something has to be done to break that yeah. that thing. And, and that's it. Because it almost seemed like in that Super Bowl game for Denver that they had just after that snap, like you said, just sent
1: them going backwards. They went right downhill. It's like it affected the whole team. Yeah. You know, in unison.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you know, of course Seattle was great, so you gotta give them that. But all right, so we're saying this year it's anybody's uh, Super Bowl we, at this point. I we don't know.
1: So. I think we're gonna know. Nobody it looks like halfway a clear through. favorite. We're going to see it going halfway in. through. We're going to see who's playing really well and who has the least amount of injuries.
0: Yeah, injuries are key, aren't they? Yep, yes, yeah. they sure are in any sport. Okay. And suspensions. I, I, I was uh, teasing my buddy on the Forty ers I go, "Are you going to have enough guys to play? <laughs> you know, <laughs> they've been having so many suspensions lately." Um, all right. Well, it's exciting to have football back, yeah, and do, it's I'll and do. it's I'll exciting it. to have. Uh, uh, you know, baseball coming down to the, you know, final World month. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's going to be, be exciting. Um, the other thing I quickly wanted to bring up, because uh, I was in Las Vegas last week, you know, performing, and uh, they're talking about putting a NHL hockey franchise in Las Vegas. Really? Yeah, that's the rumor. And uh at casino? Well, yeah. I, I think they're going to play at the MGM Grand. So uh, you can run out and make your you bets uh, make between your bets periods.
1: Come back to the ice. Yeah,
0: they'll have slot machines in the... Uh, on the bench and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, it's like... I wouldn't be surprised anything. Come on, in Vegas? Vegas. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's a good uh, town for a hockey you see team? See how
1: many, how many casinos are closing in, in Atlantic City now? They yeah, just closed yeah. two of Trump's.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they need something.
1: Yes. Now, do you think that will be a good franchise to have that in Las Vegas, a hockey... I think it will draw people there, sure. It's something new. Yeah, you know? yeah, and and the surrounding cities around it, which are plentiful, you know, they'll bring people from Napa Valley and way up and you know maybe people from Oregon will come. LA down, might even like
0: drive that. in if they're playing the Kings what, or the Two hours Ducks.
1: from uh to going up there, yeah. and so you go up there and you watch a hockey game and play the play the tables. You know? Yeah, I think they'll get. I, Vegas is pretty smart. They're pretty savvy. Yeah, and they're not going to do anything unless it's going to make them Unless money. they
0: think it's going to work, yeah. yeah. Well, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, they're adding, I think, four franchises to the NHL. Wow. One of them, I think, is Seattle
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then uh, apparently uh, Vegas. It's going to be a tough
1: one because you're way out right in the middle of nowhere, you know, unless they put one in Oregon.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's true. You've got to so fly up there. Well, or? then you can fly over and play those other Western Canada teams. Vancouver's pretty close, and, and I guess Winnipeg would be. I think Winnipeg's got to be the tough franchise to sell a player yeah. to go to, no right?
1: Kidding. Anywhere in Canada, to me. Other than <laughs> Montreal. No, no. You have got the history there. Yeah,
0: Montreal, yeah. Now, when you had to play baseball up there, when they were still playing uh, baseball up there, I heard that park was a tough one because was, there was a lot of stuff wrong. Sherry Park? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of stuff wrong with that park, right? Like playing in a little league park. Okay? Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The wind would blow out, and you know, pop-ups would go out, and, uh, and the field was terrible. And then they—it uh, was bumpy and pretty cold. Cold in April. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and you had no idea the wind up in that area there would blow different ways. Like one day it might be blown to left, the next time it was blown to right. You know, yeah. never know. It would be swirling. Yeah. And uh, it was tough to see, and the lights weren't good, and the. The the uh, infield was hard as a rock. Other than that. Oh, other than that was the, <laughs> it, it was a wonderful place to eat. <laughs> yeah, the nightlife's probably and Duke pretty Snyder good. Snyder was the broadcaster for the Montreal Expos when we were playing up oh, there. Oh, was he really? Yeah. So we got a, a Garvey and I got a chance to go out with him and uh, a, another guy that was an attorney, friend of Garvey's. We'd go out to dinner. And, but uh, how was the Duke? Was he a cool guy? Oh, he's a great guy. I bet, right? He was a great guy I really I stayed in touch with him up until he died. I t- touch base with his, his wife Beverly once a week and oh. I, I got to know him. In fact, I, I, My first meeting with Duke Snyder was my dad took me out to the Coliseum They had a clinic and they had all these different players teaching kids and it was Duke Snyder Wally Moon and Gino Simoli were wow. teaching me outfield. Wow. Okay and so I got to go to the outfield, and they were, you know, oh, showing man, us. Oh, man, cool. Was cool. So that's the first time I met him. I was like, like about 12, 12, I think, something wow. like that. But I, I met him, uh, you know, I got to know really good when Garvey, who knew this attorney up there, is a Canadian, and he was good friends with Duke and his wife, Beverly. And so uh, we'd, we'd visit him up there, but I just, uh, he was just a great man. Great the man. Duke. Yeah, the Duke. Yeah. Get hit, too. Oh, man, that guy could hit, yeah. But Montreal was a tough place to play. Uh, and then when they built the... Uh, the, uh, I don't want to call it the Coliseum because it wasn't. It was the big, the big thing for the Olympics in Montreal. Right. And they made that the stadium for the Montreal team. And that was bad, too, I heard. Oh, it's terrible. it was <laughs> the The outfield, if you're going to catch a ground ball, picture this. I'm playing right field and the ball would come out and you didn't move on the, like a ground ball. Right. Because for t- three seconds it was going to the right and then five seconds later it was going to the left. And then it was hopping because the ground wasn't level, okay? Yeah. And so it looked like a snake coming out of it. <laughs> so you could not run in and charge it like it would go to good right, right, hand yeah. and get it. You had to wait till it came to you because you didn't know where it was going to go. Wow. And then the, when the ball would hit that astroturf, it would be, go 25 feet over your head. <laughs> That's oh, crazy, would, man. And then they had rivets and... Uh, big slits in the outfield because they had the track there for the for the expo when they had the Olympics there. Right. And a ball would come out and it would hit one of those tracks where the line was, and it would pop up in the air or go one way to the other. Yo, it's a fun place to try and <laughs> play baseball. Okay. Kept you on your toes. Oh yeah, it sure wow. did. But it's like I said, but the ball, if uh, if you couldn't get to the ball and it hit. The AstroTurf, it would bounce 25 feet in the air. Wow,
0: that's that's wild. And then
1: you're looking at it, you know, like a a stadium, like it's indoors, and it's like, oh, it was terrible. Wow. Just a terrible park. Wow. All right, well, you know what? I think we're out of time here.
0: I really had fun today talking all this stuff up because we had a lot of good stuff. We had the football. We uh, did. I'm so excited
1: about watching football.
0: Baseball coming down to the wire. A lot of interesting stuff going on in the world of sports. Jay, it's great to see you, and... uh,
1: well, if you're uh, going to bet on football like me, I'm going to pick my winners and then bet on the other teams. That way, I that's gotta, how you're doing. Yeah, because yep. I never win on when I teams that bad. I, bet I don't either. If you want, if you want a team, uh, not to win, tell me to bet on it, and it won't win. All right, I'm going to keep you away from the
0: lions. Okay. All right, uh, all right, Jay Bird. Thank you. Oh, that is great. Jay Johnstone, Fraser Smith here. We thank you for joining us on the Fraser and Jay Show. We'll see you next time, guys.
1: See you, everybody.